All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are not taking popsicles away from him. Uh, Zareth, how are you doing on this fine night? Oh, in that case, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're, I, I was almost in tantrum mode, but we're good. <laughs> no reason. How dare you, chat? How dare you? Um, uh, it's toxic, man. Okay, I, I can't believe this community removed popsicles from me. Jeez, what's next? I don't even want to give voice to the more atrocious things that could happen. Like there, there are worse things, but not many. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree because I've been having popsicles lately too. Because you know what? It's hot out and they're delicious. Yeah. Uh, except for I don't do the fancy fruit bars like you do. No, no, no. I do like the old school, just sugar, water, and flavoring, and it's fantastic. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, man. That's yeah. great. Sugar I, water. I mean, you don't even need the water. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we actually have. It's amazing. We have a lot to talk about, and the road ahead hasn't dropped. It's been a busy, it's been a busy little CG week this past week. How are you feeling about it? Um, like in some ways good, and it's, in other ways I'm like, yeah, they they gave us some information. In other ways, it just it's pissing me off. I'm like, just give us actual information. Like they're actually doing a good job, though. I have to say, I'm impressed with how well they're hyping things up. Like I'm excited. Like, I'm, I really want to know a ton of different things, and I don't know any of it. And instead of just being annoyed, I'm annoyed too, but mostly my predominant feeling is excitement, in fact. Yeah, I um, I agree. Tomorrow, because, you know, that's how this drops. We do our podcast, and then the next day all the information comes. Um, tomorrow, I really think we're going to get a giant post, and be just covered in excitement and then realize how much needs to be spent because the leviathan needs to be seven starred um <laughs> damn it yeah yeah i know uh, i'm like man i i didn't actually budget for leviathan i, I should have but i really really <laughs> hope leviathan comes next week just just for budgeting purposes um that's this is I, all. I I'm pretty sure they're not gonna be kind to you on that note. So. I agree. It makes a lot more sense to drop it one day before the end of the fiscal year. Um, you know, just right there, right at the end of the quarter. Um, but let's let's keep positive because there's a lot of a lot of positive things that actually happened this week. Um. First, and CG didn't announce this, but it's probably the most popular thing that happened this week. So there was a data mine that was out there hanging out in the ether um, that's talking about conquest sims. Uh, I saw oh, it and yeah. thought it was April Fool's Day. It's June, though. Um, in in this case, the, the people who are doing the prank are the fools. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Um Holy crap, if we get conquest sims, like how how much will this change 
not not your feelings on the game, but how or maybe your feelings on the game. Like how if we actually get conquest sims and it's like everyone's speculating where after you three star node and after you well after you three star node you can just sim the node. How much does it this change your day to day? Uh I mean that's a pretty big deal, honestly. Uh, so playing Conquest still takes a while to get to the red crate. So, I mean, there's still a certain amount of like implied hours of, of busy work, but but like giving us a sim button as we imagine it. So that this, like, this is all predicated on the idea of CG just being like, hey, I, I don't know exactly what, the, what we should do. So I'm just going to go... Uh, like steal all of Zareth's ideas from his <laughs> directly from his brain, and it's going to be exactly what Zareth wants. Like that's what I'm hoping. Of course, of I, course, uh, you of know, course. that that's what we want. <laughs> I, I think you want the exact same thing as me in terms of that. And I mean, that that could be a pretty big game changer. Honestly, it, it can also maybe make Datacron something that other people are. I don't know more engaged in i guess like it could actually change the landscape of the game at least a little bit um what are your thoughts i i mean i think you're excited too <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely um i i so meet meet wad uh two weeks two or three weeks ago people were asking him about a conquest sim in the events channel and he basically said, don't expect to be able to do feats, like even the, you know, complete X battles with a full team, because that would require a complete, a complete rebuild, essentially, of how they do everything. He's like, but there's probably an easy way to do it where it doesn't count feats, but you just sim the node. And so that's what I fully expect. And I am honestly fine with that. Um, it generally takes me about probably about six days to get most of the feats and then like the the 40 win feats it'll take me an extra two or three days to get just because 40 wins is you know five a day for eight days essentially um but that gives me a full week a full a full damn week of just going in and taking about five minutes rather than 50 minutes and that is huge like i can go back to enjoying gac again <laughs> because i have the time to enjoy gac again um right know. yeah yeah to to quote uh to quote what she said <laughs> that is huge <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i am i i god i couldn't be more excited for this even if they tell you all right so what if they say conquest sims are coming you know you're already buying the ten dollar pack nobody's buying the thirty dollar pack but we're going to try and put deployable cooling systems for two fights in there we're introducing this as a fifty dollar pack would you care fifty dollar pack yeah i just wouldn't do it screw them that's too much <laughs> That's so obnoxious. That that would be the height of obnoxiousness. Like, but it's everything you wanted, Zareth. I'm like, what I wanted was to not have to pay fifty dollars for conquest. Thank you. I, no, I don't I, know, like. I, I I would feel incredibly insulted. But like thirty dollars, maybe I, because they've already introduced the idea of the pack, 
if they decided yeah. to it push the price i just i can't i can't condone that that is obnoxious as hell so i, I don't think i would at least that's my knee-jerk reaction what about you it sounds like you'd do it you'd in bow. a second i i wouldn't i wouldn't even think twice about it i look at it as time value of money right and if it's going to save me seven hours um it's less than minimum wage. That's that's how I look at it. It's it is legitimately the minimum wage from when I was like eighteen, of seven dollars per hour essentially. I would have no problem with that at all. All right, that's fair. Um, because here's the thing: when I do conquest, I start conquest at eleven o'clock every night. Um, and there's some nights I just want to go to bed because it's been a busy day and I can't without sacrificing conquest um, $50 to go to sleep an hour earlier every single night. I am well worth it. Well worth it. All right. Well, um... I mean, I hope it's not that, <laughs> but if they introduce a new tier, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Of course, they're not going to make more money off of me. It's just going to be $50 I spend less somewhere else. Um, but... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would easily do it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... the that's It's just pretty obnoxious. They're 50 bucks. I mean, if they made it worth my while more than just The Sims, I just... I'll spend the thirty probably, but I don't know. I'll I'll just go without. I'll just go without as many datacrons or something, you know. Before before I have to, I just it's um. I don't know. I I don't think they. I also don't think they're gonna do it either. So. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't think I I fully expect it to be, um, in one of the passes. I don't expect it to be in a like a new pass. Yeah, uh, well, so yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did charge for it. Um, yeah, I, I'm already spending. Thing is, I'm also spending money on my other accounts for like I'm doing ten the ten dollar pack for all three accounts, and right, I, you know, to me that's worthwhile. It's, it's fine. Um, Especially because certain things get missed because, especially like Prevail Man, I'm the only person doing it. So I just miss refreshes. I miss, um, I miss all kinds of stuff. And I, I don't really regret it. I'm not going to like buckle down and do more because I'll just get burned out. Um, but uh, for my main and, my, and Prevail Man, as the only person playing them, I'm just, uh, yeah, it's, it's worth, worth $10 to, you know, it's like a little bit of a makeup. It's in a way, it's like, paying to be paying to pretend like i'm just on top of things as a free-to-play player instead <laughs> you know like the the ten dollars yeah. i pay i get the extra rewards and all that stuff and it makes up for some of the stuff i would have missed or wouldn't have missed if it was my only account as a free-to-play you know as an attend to free-to-play player so Fair. um and i i don't i don't regret that like there's also just no way that i'm going to be spending thirty dollars on each every month yeah, I, that that is absolutely fair. Uh, you are also a masochist playing three accounts at once. Um, 
I do not envy that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It's it's uh, yeah, it's enjoyable for a lot of reasons, but yeah, it's it could be a chore as well. It's uh, it's a huge yeah. time sink, obviously. Um, all right, so we we got that uh, data mine out of a new update that actually did a couple of really interesting things. We'll start with the the probably least applicable to most first, and that's uh, there's been a lot of hay being made about the, the final box for the crate, right? The finer, final guild box, because it didn't make sense that you were getting less of the Mark One currency in the final box. So it's almost like you were being punished for getting the final box. So they finally fixed that because people have already started getting the final box. Um, and it honestly didn't make sense. Hey, here's here's less currency. Congrats. Um, so I'm my guild's not hitting that anytime soon, but I'm glad they actually fixed it fairly early. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I just didn't care that much. I, I was like, well, so if, if you're in a guild that's getting that, I guess to me, it just seems like if you're already getting that box, like, why do you need more of that? Like, I, I guess it's, I'm not trying to say they shouldn't get it. I just, um, yeah, people would ask me that. I'm like, well, do they really need those that much? Like, they already everyone in the guild if they're getting the 520 box that is over 10 million from each account um i don't know i i guess i guess it's conceivable that smaller accounts could be getting that if they really construct their roster around it uh you know and really put a lot of effort in uh, it's just to well, me it, it seems seems a lot it seems yeah. like they don't need it i guess unnecessary but but whatever. I, I'm not complaining about it. Yeah. Yay! You guys get treated <laughs> fairly. That's good. <laughs> that's that's the basics that we expect. Yay! <laughs> right. That's the bare minimum. Um, yeah. The the more interesting thing. So we got Captain Rex. We'll talk about Captain Rex in a little in a little bit. Um, yeah, we, we got to figure out what to call him. Yeah, uh, probably the most interesting thing to me, though, is Zeb, Stormtrooper Han, Kanan, Princess Leia, Leia, and Chopper have all been moved to easier nodes to farm. Out of nowhere. Um, um, you think that's a sign of something coming? Uh I mean, it, it very clearly means something. It's also like, I, I don't know why they, so what, what do they do? They put them on like hard nodes, right? Like, uh, well, so they added them, they added two dark side hard nodes and then three cantina nodes. Right. So it makes it maybe faster to get them if you really want to rush them. But at the same time, like one of the awesome things about Phoenix is you get them from every single uh, shop so you can just kind of farm them all really quickly anyways. Like they're very, very accessible in my opinion. Sabine being on a hard node is like the one bad aspect to all of it. And um, so I guess to me it was, 
I, I didn't really mind um, with the way it was before. So like putting them on more nodes, like doesn't make immediate sense to me other than like they're prepping for some event where you're going to want your Phoenix. Right. Well, and it's also not just Phoenix, like it's Stormtrooper Han and Princess Leia as well, who I'm not going to pretend to know where they are because I've had those characters seven stars for about seven years. Um, yeah, they're, they're, in, they're in stores that are easy to get them as well. Yeah. So very clearly it's there to help you accelerate those farms if you need them. Um, I find it interesting that they did this before any announcements. Right. Well, it just, it, to me, that's the, that's the real question is why did they need to become like faster? Because they're already pretty damn quick. Like, um, Princess Leia's in squad arena. Like that that's okay. you know, yeah. super quick farm, a long term. Like maybe it feels maybe it feels like a long time uh if you're waiting for it, I guess. But um yeah, squad arena and then what what's the um Stormtrooper Han? Is he like Cantina battle? Yes, Cantina battles. So yeah, like already really easy places to get them. Well no, he was he wasn't Cantina to begin with. Um, if I can find them, there's so many damn scoundrels now. I should just sort by tanks. Oh, there he is. Uh, yeah, he was in the the cantina store. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he was in the cantina, just in the cantina store. Right. And now he's on. He's also on the cantina node. Um. Yeah, and I'm not really complaining. I'm just like why why this like it seems like they're already in places that they that they were already like very easy to get so making them like it's double farmable which is yeah. you know it's like hey you could instead of getting them in eight days you can get them in like three like okay cool i, I guess you know um well, why do we need to panic farm these i i'm not sure i'm, I'm intrigued i guess um yeah that's that is so that's the most interesting question to me because if it's a GL, we have mm. eight weeks. Usually it's like the announcement, then eight weeks later is when the GL comes. So it's not like they were, you know, needed tomorrow. Um so it's gonna be interesting to see what the announcement is, though, because most people are speculating that these are now the requirements for GL Leia. Of course, there's a select few that completely ignore um, Stormtrooper Han here, and they're like, this is clearly Galactic Legend Ahsoka. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting that they're doing this so early on. Because, like I said, if it's a GL, it's, they're probably not coming until August or September at this point. So... Let me ask you this: um, If it if it was if it did happen that it was going to be Ahsoka, like, would you protest her as a galactic legend? Uh, no, I honestly wouldn't. I so I love Ahsoka; she's one of my favorite characters. I would be just as hyped up for her. I just think it should be Leia. 
Yeah, I I agree, and I I want Leia like, uh, but full stop. Like I I actually just really do like the like you said. I I like Ahsoka a lot. I like she's right. she's wonderful. I I wouldn't mind her being a galactic legend. I just I don't think it makes sense that she would be a galactic legend. Like maybe they'll give her legendary, but um yeah. right right now I also it's like what. What GL could they even announce? Like, what GL Ahsoka could they even announce? Like, they could they could announce the one that isn't necessarily that legendary. Like the one, the one who's uh, you know like the older version that's going to have the TV show. Like, if they're going to do that, it's going to have some spoilers and stuff, and so that they're going to have to release right. it later anyways, because because they have to release it release it way after the show. And that like the timing right now is not that they're like, hey, we're gonna just move these to nodes that are going to be like, hey, go go farm on these things and all that stuff. But um, we're not even gonna announce the Galactic Legend for like until September or something. I don't know. Right. Like, me, the, the time frames don't make don't line up. Like, I, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain if it is Ahsoka, but it does doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, yeah, I no, I I completely agree there. They they they're not going to release the character before the show is even over, because right. inherently there's going to be spoilers based on the character. And a lot of people brought up the um, Jedi Fallen Order thing, and you have to remember Jedi Fallen Order was delayed. Um, the video game was supposed to be released the same time that CG made the announcement of New Cal. <laughs> and then, oops, EA had to delay it because of bugs and it wasn't ready. But the problem is, if CG delayed their character release, it would have literally screwed their entire plan for the year. Because they plan these things months and months in advance. Um, so, I I wouldn't expect a GL before um before the show is even released right uh, yeah i don't i don't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me like they're making a galactic legend for a character like they wouldn't even be able to use any of the cool lines like it you know ahsoka is all sorts of you know like i'm no jedi kind of things right. like that are like oh that's pretty iconic actually yeah i like that that she said that um and and, and instead that it's like well uh, I guess she. We don't. We gotta. We don't get any like character from from the new show that might be really cool and significant and meaningful. Instead, like we're just getting like some generic Ahsoka. It's like, what abilities does she have? Like, twin white lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, <You> right. Know? <laughs> uh, uh, I wear hoods sometimes. You know, <laughs> like just really generic things. Like I, I don't know. I. I would honestly. I hope that they honor Ahsoka by giving her an event and like a final version that is epic and really powerful. That would be wonderful. I know that Cat already exists. Like, give us Cat too. I I don't even care. Like, just give give us another really epic Ahsoka. Wonderful. Yeah. I just I don't think that that's what this is. I think that Ahsoka. The timing is all off, and the timing is. It's also like, how pissed would people be too? Like, there's a certain level of like. Okay, like well, they've already missed the the fortieth year anniversary of of the uh, Return of the Jedi, but it's like, hey, we decided to just pass that up, pass the movie up entirely in favor of a character that's not even in the movies. 
Like there's a certain there's a certain right. subset of people who's like they're like yeah I like Star Wars but I just like the movies and Ahsoka is not not even hinted at in the movies, right? Like you have you have to have consumed a different uh, Star Wars thing other than the nine original like any of the movies <laughs> I guess not even just the nine but like Rogue Rogue right. One and um, Solo have no hint of her either so yeah like she's wonderful and yeah I, I, to me I just she doesn't fit the bill for for several small small reasons that all kind of build into one big one, in my opinion. But yeah. if they make that announcement, hey, GL Ahsoka is coming tomorrow, I'll be like, I'll like look around. I'll be like, yay! Like I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll like start the cheer for the crowd, like in what is it, the, the Night's Tale or whatever. Something happens. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's like <laughs> all quiet, and then like his friend just like yells yay and everyone claps and, and laughs and stuff <laughs> i'll i'll be that guy so nice <laughs> no I'll, I'll, be, I'll be excited but yeah but i'm excited to be right about leia coming out instead so that'll be good me too i'd like to say hey i called this a year ago when cg should have released it um yeah um yeah i, I think it'll be leia though so excited yeah. Uh, get guys go pre gear wicket relic nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there are so many people that are already been like it's definitely gonna be the Ewoks because of the data mine of the Ewok pack, oh. and <laughs> I really I'm really curious to see how that turns out. I Leia's I I already feel is going to be a very stressful uh release both for the like the r9s needed and my phoenix phoenix and ewoks are like the only two teams that are awful um i have 33 characters that aren't at uh g13 and seven of those are combined phoenix and ewoks (laughs) so it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I yeah, you say that, and I agree. Like, the, of all of the things that I don't have good work on, like the only real squad out there that I don't have available, like like other than some weird eccentric madness, you know, like uh, there's not even really that. Like, the only thing I don't have relict as a full team, and I don't have any of them relict, are Ewoks. No, I, I take it back. Peplu is is relict, but. Like I have yeah. Jawas, I have, I have just all yep. sorts of garbage. I have so much garbage that that's relict, and like I don't even use a lot of it. But like Ewoks are the only team, really, the only true faction yeah. that I'm like I, I can't really use them. But you know, if if I if, unless unless Peplu can save me, you know, help <laughs> us, Peplu, you're our only hope. I, like I even have Phoenix relict, you know, like they're all ready for it, like that, right. I'm ready for anything except for Ewoks. And my guess is that that's almost everyone who's in my position. Like I, I'm a, not that there's that many people who are at 11.8 million <laughs> stupid uh, ship, just boosting me a hundred K just like that. But um, yeah, uh, it's um, I, 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 Ewoks, man. They'll, they'll be there. They'll be a thing. They're going to be a thing. Hopefully we get a few more Ewoks too. We can run two Ewok teams and then they won't expand GAC. So it'll just be just this really weird thing of, <laughs> I don't know where to fit both Ewoks, you know? 
Do I fit him <laughs> next? Do I fit him next to my second Inquisition squad or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, it's oh, God, the Phoenix, and here's the problem. Um, Phoenix are going to be good. Because we also got a new release of good old Captain Rex, who is legitimately making the Phoenix good. Um, I also think that uh, what we're going to see is Reva going to stay on offense because every team coming out now beats Reva without like the super datacrons. And so they're, they're, CG is releasing characters to help Reva stay on offense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, it's um it's a whole mess. Reva. Reva is already showing her age. Now I'm I'm actually I'm glad that there's more and more counters to that asinine BS. Um <laughs> she's <laughs> but she's so ludicrous. And I, I mean, I don't know. I just I like that she's flawed, I guess, is the thing. Like, when, when it, we first had her released, when Reva first came out, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we like, nothing beats her. Like, we, you literally have to reserve Rey or Jedi Master Kenobi. And Kenobi was a little dicey, apparently. And, or maybe Treya will do it. But you have to make sure you have double Omicron on Treya and Savage uh, to make it, like, more concrete, for sure. And... It was just like such a narrow list. I'm like, geez, like Jabba doesn't have this narrow of a list, you know? Right. Uh, for counters. Like it was just crazy. And so I'm glad that there's a few more, frankly. And I like I like it when teams are a little more specialized defensively. Like I, I've been of the opinion that Starkiller has no place on defense for a long time. I, I know that you do it and I don't necessarily, like you, you still win, you do, you play well. Not That's not shade at you. But what it is, it like, I just think that it's such a powerful scalpel. Like you can really do so much with that team. I love it on offense and I've never regretted it. Like I, I don't want it on defense. I love playing it on offense every single round. I guess I don't mind Reva being the same. Yeah, Reva. So I've been keeping Reva on offense this whole time, and not once have I been disappointed by having Reva on offense. Um, she's just like she lets me put an extra GL on defense if I want, you know. Right. Being able to use my three GLs on offense in the front zone, knowing Reva can handle almost anything in the back, is just like satisfaction <laughs> because yeah. I I would much rather um, place a GL than Reva at this point. That it, That's what it comes down to. Uh, it, most, in most cases, the GLs are going to have less counters than she does. Yeah. I, I really like her. She, I like that she has a few blind spots too. It's like, you can't really use her against Malgus that effectively, for instance. Um, I, like yeah. I, I just like that she is. I don't. I want her to be flawed. I don't want it to just be like, yep, just push the win button. You got Reva. You win. Right. Like, you know, it's um a little bit more than that. But but at the same time, she is actually 
honestly, like if, if you look at how much, how many hoops you have to jump through, especially given the fact that Grand Inquisitor is uh, still not released now, by the way, but, <laughs> uh, but also like his limited ability to like, eventually it'll be like, oh, that was cute. Like it used to be so hard to get her right. now. Now it's kind of easy or whatever, uh, or, you know, like easier because everyone will have their Inquisition and they'll be able to unlock Grand Inquisitor at their leisure or whatever. But uh, like, it's been a rat race, man. It's like, hey, hurry up and get Inquisition, a-hole. Like, I know they're not good. Get them anyways. You know, I don't care what you smell. And and then you uh, and then you, you get them, and then, hey, you unlock Grand Inquisitor. And it's like, hey, cool-ish team. It's still not, like, the very best. But then but then you all have to work together to get Relic 7 for all of them, get Reva over the course of how many, you know, weeks or months. Like, it, it is quite the slog, honestly like more yeah. involved in some ways than getting a galactic legend unlocked and i'm glad she's good frankly and she's only <laughs> and she's only good in a few game modes too so there's also that what, what game mode is she not good in uh, i don't know I, I mean so i guess <laughs> the thing like I, I guess like territory battles it's not who cares kind of thing like you don't need her to be good at it like she you you unlock a node yay hooray for that like but you have to get them all relic eight i guess but like um but but like gac obviously really good uh territory wars a little less good but still you know pretty functional obviously and then um uh you know conquest is actually where the true joy is um because if yeah. you have amplify agony it just yes. it's a one-click fight usually listen we're, we're not talking about amplify agony because cg deemed me not worthy to get at this conquest um they, have, but yes. they listen to me <laughs> <laughs> but last last conquest when i had it you're right she is she is basically a button button click i will say in tb though on every uh battle that's not her node she isn't easy go in click auto get to go two for two on (laughs) sure Uh, i guess Uh, like she's just not worth that much effort for territory battles yeah that's fair she's you know like like she she's very specialized in pvp And, and i guess the bigger thing is She's a character that I don't think people need to rush to get. Like, because I've been looking a lot at, you know, at what point, because I'm making a new player guy and it's taking me forever and it's still going to, it's going to still be weeks, I'm sure. Uh, right. I think because I'm going to wait for Leviathan and Cal to come out too, because we're close enough. But uh, I've been looking at like, at what point in an account should people be trying to go for Reva? And I just think you should ignore her for a huge amount of the time. Like I, I don't think it's worth chasing her, specifically because she, she, like all the things she does, she, it's great, but it's way too much effort and way uh, and way too uncertain that you even find a guild that's doing it and like can get it and stuff, and then the reward is like, hey, she's good at stuff, but she's not like amazing at every single thing except for like the two modes that are like we've already talked about are kind of more like hobbies at this point, uh, you know, right now. Right. I just don't think she's. She's a great reward for endgame players and is also a very passable, like a, a t- character that you're like, you don't actually need her for a long time, in fact. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I definitely would not rush her or rush fo- towards her at all early. I mean, you really can't, you can't even rush her if you wanted to. 
um, because it requires the whole guild. Yeah. Right. It's Uh, it's just, it's a whole endeavor. And, you know, it's like, cool, it's a nice reward. But my guess is that there's a whole huge group of players who are going to end up farming her with like GT4 or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, because, and then it's like, well, and, and at this point, you don't even need her to beat her. You know, back in the old days, right. it's like, hey, the new meta is Treya. If you don't have Treya, then screw you. Like, you're, you're dead. Or, you know, like, maybe there's an off-meta counter of some sort. But for the most part, it was like, you need you need fire to fight the fire. And right. And now it's not even that. It's like, uh, okay, I have Reva, but I'd never want to do a mirror match with her because it is miserable. The two times I've done <laughs> it, I lost without killing a single other character on their team. So... Right. And one of the times I was faster, one of the times I was slower, and it was just like, hey, just because you chose to do a mirror match, we just want to say F you, Zareth. Have the most (laughs) F you possible. Thank thank you for playing. Yeah. But like, all you need is Treya to sweep her up. Like, you you don't have to like go out of your way, really. So it's nice. Like, I like her place in the game. Great reward for all the effort. And also, not something that's so compelling that you have to drop everything. Like, Jabba is so compelling, you have to drop everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So, Captain Rex, how? what are you feeling about good old Rexy Poo? Uh, what are we going to call him? I, I don't know. Uh, so, I, I just, I have to say it out loud because it did make me laugh. Um <laughs> I, I don't think I'll I'll condone it either, but I like the I, for some reason it's made me laugh when people call him Viagra Rex. It just makes me laugh, and then of course you can shorten that to Viagrex. Um, so that being said, I don't want that. I think I'll probably just stick with something like C Rex, honestly, or Captain yeah. Rex. I've just I've been going with Old Man Rex. Um. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind old man Rex. Like eventually, eventually maybe the community like Chupio actually has like a million uh, names. But we, it, I feel like for the most part, the community has just all slowly settled on calling calling him Chupio. Right. Like, um. Eventually, we'll all just do that too for this. You know, everyone calls General Skywalker Gas at this point, even though I protested forever. <laughs> you protested so hard. Um, I congratulate you on lasting as long as you did, but I still don't call him gas very often. I call him it grudgingly. <laughs> I st- I'm, I'm a sore loser on that front, but yeah, it, it, it's just inevitable. That that's just what he's called now, um, for better or worse. And I, I don't know. I, I it'll be something like old man Rex. Like D- Dad bod Boba it has actually stuck, which surprises me. It, it's yeah. fine. I, I, I kind of prefer Sign of Jingo personally, but, you know, another thing I just have to bow to, I suppose. Old Man Rex is fine. Uh, so so it would be OMR as the acronym Pro- that we all yeah. use? Oh, yeah. Because there's nobody else with that acronym. Like, when Jedi Knight Cal comes, it's going to be so damn confusing with Jedi Knight Cal and Jedi Knight Luke. OMR? I mean, who else has that acronym? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if, if any Wires fan, Wire fans are out there, like, they, we could get Omar in the game. 
that but but otherwise yeah we're um i'm good with that i, I don't even know who else has an oh i think this is probably someone omega omega would yeah but um otherwise yeah we're we're good i'd be good with that um captain rex there's c rex i, I don't yeah. know man just uh it's always interesting honestly like that's maybe one of the more interesting things long term like just from a really dry dusty academic point of view of like (laughs) how the community settles on a nickname yeah how that actually happens long term it's a it it is very dusty and maybe not interesting to most but it is it is actually quite interesting to me i'm I'm always like what's it gonna be like i almost it's like christmas almost for me again i'm like eventually (laughs) we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see if JKC sticks when Cal is released. Uh, um, I can't. I don't want it to because there's so many Jedi ones. Uh, there are so many damn Jedi ones of JKL, JML, GK. Like they're they're all so close. JKA. Like we need some separation here. Oh yeah, it's a whole mess. They need they need another rank of Jedi. Like everyone's a Jedi Knight or a Jedi right. Master. Like we need we need like a Jedi uh, journeyman, like a JJ L or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> stupid, but like we need <laughs> like it's just all of them start with a J, and then most of them are knights. So then it's a K, and then what we have is one one more letter to designate <laughs> it. And it's like I've just seen so many typos that are just kind of ruinous. People are like, oh yeah, I used. I used this one and they just typed the wrong letter because it happens to be next to the letter they meant right. to. And their phone is even like, yep, looks normal to me. Oh, well, that's the worst part. When your phone autocorrects the, and you put the proper one, but it autocorrects to a different one. Yeah. And you're like, no, I didn't mean Jedi Knight, Luke. Damn it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. yeah. That's also true. <laughs> Je- yeah. I, I hate my phone sometimes with the autocorrect. It's like, no, I know what I wanted to say. But the phone's like, do you really? Because I correct you a lot. And sometimes you really seem to appreciate it. I'm like, that's true, too. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> sometimes I need that. Um... <laughs> yeah, it is actually quite helpful at times. <laughs> I'm just selectively yeah. angry at it. Um, yeah. I just... I. So, uh, like Big Bad or sorry, Big Deal said in chat, um, just give me the kit, man. I, I want, I want the, I want the Cal kit. I, which one are? So let's say that um, CG released both right now at the same time. They're separate documents. Yeah. Which one? Which kit do you click first, Leviathan or Cal Survivor? Cal. Yeah, I think me too. Because I, yeah. I think I already know, like, we already know, like, we don't know the shape exactly of of what the Leviathan's going to do. Like, we don't know the exact layout, but we know it's just going to dominate in fleets. Like, we know it's roll. Right. Yeah. And Cal, Cal has the biggest question marks of, are all three Omicrons going to be territory battles? Um, that's, that's honestly the first thing I want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. I do have three saved, um, three Omicron saved. 
I do not plan on applying them immediately, to be clear. Uh, but I have I have three saved, and I the the Sith fleet is already beating ships. Like so, we already know it's going to be super strong. So it's just a question of how super strong is it going to be? Well, it, yeah, like I, it it just it doesn't matter that much to me. Like, insert new dominant fleet, like, and then right. it'll it'll shape. Like, there'll be some interesting things surrounding it, but it, it'll be the general trajectory is going to be this new fleet, really powerful, yeah, destroys the old ones. Um, and then slowly the community finds different ways to counter it and make it less dominant, but it still stays dominant until they release the next ship. And that's just like the whole lifetime of it. Maybe they release, maybe they add some nodes in territory battle for it. Maybe they force us in Kyber one to have a fourth fleet in yeah. uh, like some, I hope not, but maybe, you know, there's sort of certain things that could happen as a result, but overall it, it's, it's not that interesting on a like projection scale it's like okay well like, we know what's going to happen i don't know like what it's going to look like whether you destroy their their capital ship or the entire like all reinforcements for their ship or you know like who knows what their ult is maybe it happens before the battle begins just like hux kind of <laughs> right you know like who knows what what exactly but i do know the end result is it's a dominant fleet that's going to be dominant for a year um right Cal, is he going to be a lifter for Jedi Master Luke? Is he going to like be the leader for a new Jedi squad that we don't know about? Like, is he going to somehow lead a Tarful squad? Like, I, I mean, a squad with Tarful and and Saw. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure not, but um, who knows? Like, there's so many questions about him. Is he? Are we going to get a ship with him? Are we gonna? Um, are we gonna be able to? I, I don't know. Like, there's there's a ton of question marks for me. And I just want to know, like you said, Omegas, or sorry, Omicrons. I hope it's not territory battles. But then also, when he comes out, we'll also know what Zepho does. And Zepho is also like a Christmas present. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe. It, might, it right. might be a torture device at the same time. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I am very, very interested in Jedi Knight Cow. Probably the most interested I've been on a new character release in a long time because there's so many question marks around him. Um, yeah. Is is he going... To, and here's the other thing. He's coming out. If he comes out next week, he's coming out in the height of the Jedi Knight Revan Bastila meta again, right? Like, it may not be a Jedi um, Datacron set, but... Bastila's Datacron <laughs> giving the the Jedi, you know, all the bonus protection. Plus then every time the level six giving turn meter, anytime she or Jedi Knight Revan uh give a buff, which that's what they do. That's what Jedi do, give buffs. Like Jedi Knight Cal has the most potential to just destroy things when he comes out or he could be a complete dud that you just need in territory battles and you just shove on a jml team like there there's the possibility for such a wild swing i can't i'm i'm so curious to see what it's actually going to be yeah well, well like uh 
Guernsey in chat just said, is he a star killer where he needs a weird Ufu Jedi mix? You know, like I, I, that's that's one of my favorite things about Star Killer is yeah. like what I they, they, team comp. I, like you're probably not going to be Star Killer, but what if there is some weirder? Like you have to have a scoundrel on the team, whatever. Like yeah. So we were we were talking about this in our guild chat recently, and I don't think he's going to have like that Ufu mix because people were talking about oh, is he going to fit in with Seer and other uh, Cal? And based on what, like, the way that they've said it a couple times, both in February and April, it sounds like he's going to be a Jedi. Like, that's, and they've said a lot of things that are wrong in the past, so I'm not saying this is a definite, but based on what they have said, it sounds like he's going to be a Jedi that fits onto a Jedi team. Of course, Star Killer likes Jedi, so maybe he fits on a Star Killer team. But um, it sounds like he's just going to be a Jedi on a Jedi team. Yeah, I, I mean that could very well be. Um, <laughs> Brill in chat says Star Killer Lifter, which I've thought <laughs> about because uh, every Jedi that's released um, could potentially be the next like. There's not really a definitive Jedi that we have to use with right. Starkiller right now. Um, a lot of the other spots are taken. And I guess I guess Juhani in Territory Wars is pretty definitive there. Um, right. Basically the Omicron for that team um, yeah, for, for Starkiller to, to activate. But uh, otherwise, yeah, we could, we could, he could be good with Starkiller. I hope that's not it. That, that'd be pretty lame to me. It's like, hey, we can release a new character that's really good at making Star Killer kill stuff. I'm like, he already killed stars, dude. He's, we're good. We don't need anything well, from Cal. But what if he transforms um, Star Killer from the Ray Killer to the Java Killer? Right. Like the consistent Java Killer. Would you still kind of be eh if he does that? Maybe. I, I don't really like. I'm really content with Starkiller having the role of like, hey, he kills Ray, and if he doesn't kill Ray, then we figure out how to kill like one of the other GLs. Like, there, he, has, he has a few of them, and if he get, doesn't have any of those, then he'll kill something else. I value like, I don't, I don't need him to expand his role really, because then how am I going to kill Ray? Um, I mean, I honestly like there I are other know. options. There are other options out there. I, I know think... you haven't used them in a year and a half, but. <laughs> I mean, that's not totally fair, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, uh, why would, why would I honestly, I, you, you, yeah, you know what my most, like my number one biggest pet peeve in this game is it's like, is when we'll find a new Ray comp and people are like, star killer, will just kill it. And then you look at the stats and star killers, like 63% against it. And even then people are like, well, Shock doesn't care about that healing. And it's like, well, clearly, clearly it does because Star Killer only wins sixty three percent of the time. Do you want to rethink your uh, your assertion there? It's like Star Killer counters one thing, and all of a sudden that means that team is awful. And it's such, such oh god, such a big pet peeve. And I'm not even saying you're doing that. I mean the general community. And it's like, good lord, get over yourselves. 
Well, I, I typically like I, I try to enter with a little more humility than that. Like I, I don't I, I you hope that Star Killer is gonna win, but and so far I've been able to find solutions with Star Killer to all of them, but at some point it yeah like it, it becomes dicey and there have been a certain a few metas like the sortie meta that i was looking back i'm like wow i actually lost a lot of those fights a lot more than i remember um having lost and <laughs> I, you know the yeah it's a uh, I, I like i like having stir killer be, like it's i also just like the added uncertainty like Star Killer doesn't just automatically kill all the rays. Like some ray comps, right. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna beat this pretty hard. Like you put a bad comp down, but a lot of them actually have so many variables, and you really it's a juggling act. And it's just one of my favorite things, especially to do on stream because uh, you know it's just one of those, like you said, it's sixty percent. I, I win at higher rate than that, I think. Um, right. That I, I was using that as like just a general across the game type I, thing. I know lots of people that win at a better rate than that, but yeah. Right. Oh, oh yeah. So it's, but I like the added uncertainty too. Like I, I've just always, right. I mean, you know me, I've, I've always just liked that level of uncertainty. Like how dirty can we make our fight? Like, <laughs> let's just, let's just go with all the off meta, I guess. So, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so that I mean, that's part of why I value Star Killer. I, I guess I shouldn't just say like, "Hey, he solves everyone's problems." He, he doesn't. He solves sixty percent of the people's problems. Right. But um, yeah. I'm part of the sixty percent, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, so so uh, maybe maybe steering back to like Rex, like what? Um, how how good is Rex gonna be? Do you think like he's already Captain Rex? I mean, how, how good is he gonna be? Do you think? Um, I think he's going to be very niche. I think he's going to be very good at the jobs that he does. Um, kind of like Zori, where right when this we had the Zori Kron, she seemed amazing, but. Uh, and she she didn't seem amazing. She was amazing at a lot of she, things. She was just a world beater, yeah. Um, but now that the crown is gone, her team is still very. It's still a very good team, and I think the Rex with the Phoenix is going to be a very good team. But I think we're going to find a solution, and it's just going to be the I'm putting this on defense, or I'm keeping this on offense. I'm going to counter these one or two things, and. So be it. Um, so, you know, like Rex killing Reva, that's great, but the second Reva's not on defense, like, I don't think Rex is going to be killing GLs. Um, so, where where does he go from there? Right. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, and that, that becomes the question of, like, I mean, it, it, this is quickly, GAC is quickly becoming uh, a new version of of uh, Territory Wars in the sense that it's like, well, everything goes through GLs. If you can't defend against a GL or you can't, uh, you, you can't like consistently beat a GL, then what good are you to me kind of thing, you know, because it's like, especially if we get another Galactic Legend. And I have to say, like, right now, everyone's like, it has to be a new Galactic Legend. I wouldn't be that surprised if CG just pivoted and didn't release a new Galactic Legend at all. Um, I, I, I would be surprised, but it wouldn't be shocking. Um, because 
right now it's already like it, it's just so jammed up i mean seven galactic legends is um the majority of someone's defense yeah in, in, I'd... in 5v5 yeah, it's 11 teams. We have seven, soon to be an eighth GL. Yeah, and then you just add in, like, sprinkle in Riva and Starkiller and, I don't know, Afra or something. I don't know, but, like, you're almost to the point where you could just use a GL to, uh, uh, like, this is dramatically framed, but, like, you could just auto your way through GAC, kind of, if you just keep all your GLs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you you think efficiency players now are using a lot of GLs. Just wait. Just wait until we have an eighth one. And only three teams on the board need to be non-GL'd. And you know those three teams are going to be your worst three teams. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's there's, – there's just, like, there's, there's a wealth of – that we they, they need to fix it somehow. I don't know, like GAC, I'm still enjoying it. People still fail against me and stuff, but I just find myself, I'm like, oh, like I don't really need to use Han and Chewie anymore in 5v5, or sorry, in 3v3. Like that's just like... I Yeah, yeah. I, I just, that they used to be such a powerhouse for me and now I'm like, well, maybe I should just put them on offense or on defense and forget about them, but I don't know if they're even that much better than my defense currently. Like it's just a... Uh, just a well, strange thing. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> fun story. And Forsu was still out there. I meant to use Dash Han and Chewie on his team, one of his teams last night. But I was in a rush, and I kind of didn't want to be playing because I wanted to be doing something else. And I thought I was clicking on Chewie, and instead I selected Dash Han and Skip Guard Lando. <laughs> so I didn't even use Chewie at all last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh. um, but, okay. yeah. Uh, but no, I, here's the problem. Uh, and fight night was the perfect example of with 15 teams on the board, you can move fast. Like I, I cleared that board in 42 minutes. Um, but that's not the average. The average is like an hour and a half. And so if they expand five V five to 15 teams, which is probably where they need to be at this point, quite frankly. Yeah, I, that would be uh, the number I would arbitrarily choose without a ton yeah. of research. Yeah. Those those fights will easily take an hour and a half to two hours on for the average person. And good lord, you and Calvin uh, might go two and a half to three for them. Um, for di completely different reasons, which makes me laugh. But at, right like that's too much like that's too much two hours to do something in this game is too much well you know it's funny you so you know you and i have been like we've talked about like i just take too long in gac sometimes that not your words exactly but you know like i do i have taken a long time to play um and Lately, like the last few, not not even just contained to three v three, but like my last, like most of my season in five v five, my rate, my main account was it was just done in like an hour and change. Like it's just been crazy. I've been so much faster on my main account for whatever reason. Um, and it's my alt that's been taking way longer. 
go figure <laughs> right um but yeah it's uh it, it's been in a way having all these options just makes it so easy i'm like yeah i uh, this week I put four Galactic Legends on defense and a bunch of other just really middle finger teams, but I still had so much on offense. I'm like, I can't believe some of the wealth of awesome teams that I'm just not going to be using here. Right. Well, that and that's the problem in 3v3 of you still, if you one shot everything, it's what you still only use 90 total characters and there's 200 and something in the game. So you're using less than half of your roster. Right. Yeah. It's like they're they're like, hey, put if they're gonna say, hey, put some gear on um put some gear on Ewoks, I'll be like, okay, but I'll never use them. And like right. be, be pretty sure I won't, unless of course they upgrade kits or the which they might, but right. If they add a new Omicron or something, we might. But right. yeah, like I every character we upgrade is another character that doesn't get used. Right. Well, and so there's a certain level of disconnect on that, too. Um, I, I will say it's been funny on, uh, especially on my alt, because everyone's going for Leviathan, but not everyone has as big of rosters as my main account. And in threes, I keep running into uh, people who are doing the same thing that, like, you know, for a long time, people running that, like, regret for uh, Jedi Knight Luke. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. like that they're like, man, I don't I hate that I had to put relics on Rolo and Captain Han, so I'm just gonna put them on defense. And I'm like, <laughs> you should just put them on the bench and be happy of Jedi Knight Luke. Like that right. that's that, that's the appropriate right. response, but for forever people placing that team. And um now now I'm seeing teams like I, I swear I I just I keep seeing like just these really weird Sith teams that have like Red Trooper and Darth Sidious and um uh you know like sith assassin yeah you know and i know sidious is a part of that but but it's just like oh you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have had those relic if, if it weren't for leviathan like you're just because <laughs> of leviathan um right yeah it's just been funny to observe uh but but like i i think i think part of the joy in, in a lot of this game though is like knowing that what you're doing like you're gearing these characters and then you can go out and use them and a lot of these characters i don't i feel like there's like this well i'm, I'm not really going to yeah you know right. like they, they did a good job of making the characters for the new cal for cal survivor relevant actually they were like all right all of these characters you're going to have a node that you that requires their their team so if you gear them you can go use them in a good way and your guild is going to be rewarded for it and you'll be rewarded. Right. Yeah. But like I said, like if it's GL Leia and we have to gear a bunch of Ewoks, where are we going to use them? You know? We're not. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get an an Endor node or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I... I, I I don't know how you fix like I don't know how you fix GAC because constantly increasing the board once a year just isn't the solution. Uh, it can't be. Right. So, so I will I will say it, it's looking a little more like they're going to considering they're like okay we're going to add sims and then what was the other big game to like the the big um time changing thing that they it seemed like there was one other thing that I was like oh man we might not have to do that either. Now I'm totally, uh, totally spacing on it. Yeah. It seemed I like don't... there was another big time saver that, that was like potentially 
Uh, anyways, but like if, if they do cut back a lot of our time playing the game, it's like, well, maybe I do have more time for GAC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, w- I wonder, yeah, I wonder how much adding a conquest sim is because they plan on adding something. Uh, there it is. Ando said it. Raid frequency. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, we haven't even talked about that yet. Um, right. But I well... did, <laughs> did want to talk about um, their surveys tonight. But yeah, no, I, what, so what if, what if, the conquest sim is coming because they're planning on your time being spent somewhere else. Um, right. And it's one of those, like just when we thought you were doing us right, here comes the back end of it. Um, I'll say this though. Like I don't need to kill the crate dragon as much as I'm killing it. Like I'm just killing, I'm just slaughtering the hell out of that poor hapless thing. And if I could, like, I already have that time budgeted, I guess in some ways, I'm like, I'd rather do something fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... The grind so, conquest and kill crate. Yeah. As a guild, we've agreed that we're not going for 410 until after we see the GL requirements. Um, mm, because going for 410 is going to require gearing up characters and uh leviathan cal and potential new gl are much more important than the 410 box it's when you do the math the 410 box is very worth it so i'm not saying it's not good but getting those characters are more important than getting the 410 box um so great what i've been doing recently is raid will launch i'll immediately do java like i'm usually one of the first people that get a hit in I'll immediately do Java, and then I'll do one of the secondary teams, like Old Republic or Jawas. And so I'll do two hits. Then the next day, I'll do two more hits. And then the final day, if I need to do Maul, I'll do Maul. But most of the time, our guilds already hit the 265 box, and I just don't do a fifth hit. I will give up the extra 50 um currency for that last box and i just don't do the last hit because then i don't have to remod that's you know there you go uh, yeah uh, and that's that's how i'm trying to save time in that i never spend more than 10 minutes on the raid per day of course it means i'm spending 10 minutes on the raid every day but it's never like a let me sit down for 30 minutes thing it's like a Oh look, I can do this real quick. I can do this one hit in five minutes. Done. Nice. I mean, I yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't absolutely hate the the crate raid. I I guess my big thing is just um, I would be fine if we had to do less. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I I put down what I want is the same rewards once a week yeah or even if they made it like once every five days i would be more than okay with it um i might actually try harder if it was once every five days to be honest with you yeah i agree i would want to do that potentially Mm -hmm. yeah um but so let's get into why we're talking about this they they 
in the past probably month, they've sent out, what, three surveys, I think? Because there was the Conquest uh, Pack survey. There was the Crate Raid survey. And I feel like there was one other that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, they've had a couple. You're right. And so they have, they've made changes based on the surveys. Or, okay, so it was the Conquest Pass survey on March 30th. It was a little further back than I was expecting. Then it was the... Um, the Conquest Pass follow-up survey, so they and then the Crate Hunt Frequency survey. But based on that initial one in March, they actually made changes to the Conquest Pass. I don't think they made great changes. Actually, no, that's a lie. They made they made the change where they pushed everything up to the front, so that you don't have to red box anyway to get the rewards. Yeah. Which, I mean that that was a fantastic change to it. Uh, then it they they tried to add more value to the $30 pack and everyone said, that's not really adding value. Try again. But like they, they made legitimate changes based, I assume based on the survey um, because they asked for a survey and then like a month later changes came out. So bravo for that. And so now they're asking about the crate hunt and this is the communication. If they had done these surveys and we saw a change, for the past seven years, like the community would be ecstatic for those seven years. Still, you could still have complaints, but like they're actually communicating with us and actually asking us what we want. We're not always going to get what we want because sometimes we are very greedy as a community, but like the fact that they're reaching out and asking, I think is a huge, huge step. Yeah, I think it's 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 a big deal. Honestly, um, I've been impressed with them. I mean, I put out a video that, that said like they're getting a redemption arc. CG seems like like right now it, it's looking good. Like it's it's a very positive tilt for for the situation. Like guaranteed, it'll go sideways on some levels again. Like that's just how things work. That's how real life is. But um, yeah, I I feel like they are they're on a, a good trajectory right now and like for, that's good for the community whether or not it all ends up being good or it's just like oh my gosh really like all of this just to do this to us like who knows we're all a little jaded we, you know we yeah. can't we can't fully trust them but it's been good man i i've been impressed um and honestly like i mean you remember my just rage it was uh, probably around a year ago when they released that stupid like pretend faq they're like here's some questions oh, yeah. people asked and it was like yeah. it was like and we've made changes based off of these questions that people had and it's like oh you just made up those questions so you could justify right. your your total bs changes I, I was like so mad just so insulting that they're like no, no person who's actually playing the game would ask that question. There's no way that's actually like someone, some like a ton of people are asking this. No, they're they're not asking. Right, that. that's that's not a thing. And uh, they're, they're going from that to actually like they're actually real questions. Like people in the community, they're like, oh, I asked that question. I'm like, oh, huh. like that's real. Like they're actually right. giving real responses here. Like i never thought that was gonna happen honestly like i i would have bet money against it and they're, they're doing it and they're doing it consistently and awesome man yeah absolutely yeah i'm, I'm happy and not 
and not every survey has to produce results. Like sometimes, like I said, sometimes we get greedy. Sure. I mean, how many times do you see Reddit or forum posts where people are like, give me everything? Um, right. So not every survey is going to lead to something, but the fact that they're asking is a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. I think it's wonderful. Like, you keep doing that, please. Right. Keep doing that. And honestly, at, at the very least, like, so one of the things, one of the one of the things that I feel like is just a consistent um, theme is I, I just don't feel listened to a lot of times. I, I'm just like, or, or not even listened to. It's like, do you guys even play your game? I mean, that like we haven't even talked about how stupid that Rex uh, release was. Oh my god! Yeah, but like. Yeah. It's. I think it's mostly forgivable, except for the fact that they just keep messing up. Uh, but it's just like if one person had play tested that like two times, they're like, "All right, we're gonna do that mission twice." That they'd have realized yeah. that it was just messed up. It was foobard. Uh, yes, it was stupid, and I'm glad that they responded quickly because they did fix it. Um, but it was it was dumb. Uh, it was just dumb. They very clearly didn't play it at all. Um, right. Though, like, like they they must not have. Or like right. that's why I said play it twice because the I I got through it relatively quickly on one account, but then when I went to unlock it on the other one, I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is the problem everyone else has been having." Right. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. I um. What makes me laugh is, so the reason it was so messed up is because Dengar has been bugged since he got a Zeta. Um, like, literally, the Zeta has been bugged for such a long time. And the bug is what messed everything up. Like, when they, they made that announcement of the extra protection or extra healing that shouldn't be there, that is the Dengar Zeta bug. And they didn't even mention that it was Dengar bugged. They were just like, yeah, yeah, there's just extra healing here. I guarantee you it doesn't lead to Dengar actually being fixed. <laughs> it's like, it, it is the definition of they found out about a bug in their game, and I guarantee you nothing happens from it. I mean, agreed. Yeah, like, whatever. They So they, um, that's fine. I'll just change his uh, kit. Yeah. To to right. what to what it's doing. They're like, oh, this doesn't describe what the kit's doing. Imagine that. <laughs> huh. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't it's... had this problem before. <laughs> it's not a bug. It's a feature. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They. But. But. I guess that that's like one of my biggest gripes, though. Like to go back to kind of what I was saying of like. They didn't, they, they, they had that big bug and they don't, it's like no one played it. Like no one, no one on their team was like, yeah, Hey, let's, uh, let's make sure this is good. But also it, it's like, how, how do they, th th there's no pressure to get Datacron user interface uh, fixed because only a, like only a small portion of the player database probably even plays with Datacrons anyways, but also You'd have to think that if a developer was consistently running into like just the nonsense that, that the UI for Datacrons currently is, like you'd think that 
they would be pissed off and say things often enough that that would be on their list to fix at some point. And so it just makes me feel like they don't play the game. Like back when CG carry played, like we were all skeptical. We're like, yeah, you don't spend hundreds of dollars, but like they actually addressed things that actually were happening in happening in the game. And they're like, yeah, that does suck when that happens. Like we don't have any plans to fix it, but like, you know, right. they, when they responded, it was like, okay, they actually know what, what they're talking about, what? but or they know what we're talking about, which is more important. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, like they under like there's there can be dialogue because that they understand on a level of like, hey, like we, we both play the game. So, you know, I don't have the same experience necessarily, but I can understand why that would suck. And now it's like they're like, why do you why does the datacron user interface need like everyone uses datacrons anyways? The people we expect to use datacrons already use them. And it's like, well, we have to, but it doesn't right. make it enjoyable. And if you had someone actually representing like the player, like that segment of the player base and actually playing the game, you'd see all these things, all these issues and you don't. And so I guess to me, them asking us like, Hey, like, what's your experience? Like, that's the next best thing. It's like, well, if we're not going to play about it, we're not going to play the game. At least we're going to ask, at least we're going to actually like ask people what they're like, Hey, so we don't know what datacrons do, but like, what, how do you like them? You know? Right. Well, yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it, it is. I missed the beta program. I wasn't even in the beta program, but you could tell. Right. You could tell the difference once it ended, um, and it's mostly because exactly what you said. Um, they just they just don't know, and they're not asking anyone that does know. But at least now we're getting the surveys. <laughs> I mean. Honestly, that that's enough to me. Like, and, and somehow they have continued. Like, they, they've continued to release good stuff. Like the beta program, just uh, the beta program dying really was sad because, you know, like we keep saying, there's a there's a diminishing, you know, like the, it's just not as good of a product. They just can't create something at, at that good of a rate. And, um, I, I guess you know if they can't have the beta program my guess is that they that someone else higher than cg shut that down um yeah but one way or another it's um you know it, i wish i wish we had something like that cuz they they need they need something they need more quality and i don't know what do you do in that situation like the amount of but because the player base is also unreasonable they're like well, they don't test anything sure. and it's like well sure like this event i think you probably could have discovered that pretty quickly there are some things that it's like well you kind of just have to you, you can't hire as many people as you need to test it and actually right. remain profitable like that's just not a thing so yeah all right i don't well, know what you do and there will always be bugs in games with new releases like that's that's not the thing because you know the second it goes out in the wild one hour out in the wild there's 400,000 hours of um gameplay testing like you can never you can never match that uh but it's the obvious bugs that are coming out that could be caught and they're just not they're just you know they're not catching the obvious which is which is my problem um uh, like if they release content and there's a bug because like this interaction with this device, you know, 
on a, a six-year-old phone or a five-year-old phone messed it up and is causing crashes, like, okay, we can't expect them to test every platform and every age of platform and every update that's ever been made on a phone. Like, I, um, that, like, I get, and it makes sense, and it sucks for the person that had it bugged, but, you know, it happens. So I'm pretty sure, exactly like Forsu said, they're just running the numbers through a uh, simulator of some kind. Which they've told us about. They've said that they use a simulator. Um, and that's their gameplay testing. They're not actually testing the game. And that just seems so short-sighted. Like, all um, you're doing is create... By not testing it, you're creating more work for yourself than if you did test it. And it's a, a pressure test now because the bug is in the game and you have to fix the bug quickly as opposed to fixing the bug before you release it. Um, no. Yeah, so I don't, but I don't know. Well, uh, I guess, I guess we'll see if things start to change. I don't, I don't think they will, but the fact that they're asking questions, at least they'll change on that, like on, on that, you know, side of things. Yeah. I, it's, it's a, I don't know. Not any change is a good change, I guess, but it it's uh, it's a positive step in the right direction, I guess. Right. Yeah. This is fine. Uh, this is fine. Everything's fine. Uh, all right. So why don't we get into some of the podcast questions? I am going to just based on timing. So there's one podcast question. Um on here that's really interesting asking about captain rex's omicrons and how we can change the current 3v3 or 5v5 only uh omicrons and i think that's a really fun question that we're not going to have time to commit to this week and we're not going to have time to commit to next week because we probably have a road ahead but that seems like an excellent question to save for the off week so we're not ignoring your question. We're just going to push it to when we actually have time to discuss it. <laughs> That's um, With that said, uh, first podcast question, how many datacrons are just sitting in your inbox? And this goes for kind of every, every conquest. How many datacrons just sit in your inbox and how long does it take you for you to delete them? I don't get the crazy drops you guys get. I I never have like I barely ever have them in my like. I honestly I, I think that there's some kind of issue with my account and how often they drop on that node because you like people are like yeah there's I just get them all the time and I'm like that there were a couple times where I I just went like forty in a row without anything dropping like forty in a row that's like a whole day's worth of refreshes. <laughs> Like it, yeah. it's obnoxious as hell, and I just like get nothing, like some credits. Like it, it's horrible. It's a terrible drop rate, and I still, yeah. I, so for me, zero. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't have that problem. I guess, like on the other side of getting too many datacrons, that's just like, uh, you know, I do my hundred uh, crystals to refreshes every time. Like I do six refreshes most days, and I don't. Uh, I barely have, yeah, I think I have like 20 on my main account right now. Yeah. 
and it was dropping pretty nicely for me this time. I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. I can't believe this is as good as it is. I don't even have to complain out loud. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I deleted 20 for my inbox last night. How many? Uh, 20. Okay. And it's easy to keep track because I do it in sets of twos. I um, I will build up 28 datacrons that I leave to give me room to delete them out of my inbox because having a full inbox just annoys the hell out of me. Um, I... God, yeah, I... um. I delete a lot. I try and delete them every two to three days. That's I. That's what I try. Um, but I've... And I try not to let them get over 20 because then it just takes forever to delete them. Um, yeah, I, it, it, it disgusts me that you have so many. Like, it, there's clearly an issue there. Like, I, I don't know how. I don't know how that works, but like... I, I do um I, I do my refreshes man I you know I, it's CG knows they see all the crystals I freaking spent it's a so super obnoxious that you have that many you just deleted twenty of them like I have I've gotten twenty of them like you've gotten thirty more than me something wrong yeah something crazy yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you uh I did go a full weekend with only getting one. Like the the first weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I got a total of one from hitting the sector one node, but then then they started dropping at a normal pace again. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, good for you. It it was. I don't I don't feel that way. I actually wish you had worse <laughs> rates because I'm vindictive as hell right now. But uh, um, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, I I do want good things. I, I want I want. I want everyone to not have these crap drop rates. That's that's what I would like. Um, I concur. I think they nerfed the drop rate too much. Um, like, I do agree with the first drop rate for them. You were kind of getting the crons almost every single time. And I didn't need that many crons. So I, I was fine when they changed it. Or I was fine with the idea of lessening the drop rate. But they did kind of swing the pendulum too far to the other side. Yeah, I, I just, it, it's just weird. Like I, I don't know. I'm not that. I'm usually not that guy who's like, well, it's different for me. And it's like, okay. usually when people say that, I'm like, well, you're doing something wrong. I, but, I don't know. If you get that bad of drug drop, drop rate consistently, like something's something's up. And I, I don't know. I'm usually not a conspiracy theorist or whatever. I, I doubt that it's anything any like insidious. I just, I don't understand. Maybe I'm just like on a really epic spree of bad RNG in that regard. Yeah. But maybe it'll turn around next month. I mean, this month <laughs> it was actually significantly better, but um, still, still nothing on the level of like ever having, like, I guess next conquest, I'll have a few in my inbox, but uh, so, and that also though, to go back to my point, like the user interface, that's a thing that they should change. Oh yeah, absolutely they should. Let me sell it from the inbox. Um, yes. Yeah, sell from the yeah. inbox. That would be amazing. Right, because right now, yeah, it's like go in, dismantle two that aren't leveled, go back to the homepage, open the inbox, claim, claim, 
hit claim a third time because by doing that, it brings you to the inventory and it saves you an extra click. Um, <laughs> then dismantle, go home, open up the inbox. It's such a pain in the ass. Um, but it's the pain in the ass we have. Uh, all right. So next question. A lot of these are Datacron related, if you if you couldn't imagine why. Uh, so solo characters only get 15% from these level 3 Datacrons. Do you think it's worth sacrificing banners for extra bonuses? So for example, C solo is 15% or C plus 4 is 75% extra health. Do you think it's worth worth that extra bonus? Um, what do you think? I it probably depends on the fight. Like I did uh Sith Eternal versus Reva last night without Watt, because I, I had used Watt elsewhere. And so I did bring two tanks because I thought I would need them. It, it turns out I didn't. Uh but my Data Crown's also really good because it's got fifty percent health on it. Um so I I think it's kind of situational, but if your Datacron has good stats on it, 15% health and protection should be enough. Uh it like if you're if the character could solo before, the new sets of crons don't really have a lot of offensive stats. So you shouldn't need much more than the 15% health and protection plus the stats you've already got from the Kron. That's that's kind of my feeling on it. Like going the comparison of C solo plus C plus four, if your C could already solo it, like go in solo. You know, if you're if you're going up against the Ray, I'd probably bring C plus four, but that's just because it's the Ray fight and Ben's has the four turn healing immunity. Um yeah, that's that's my general thoughts on this crown set. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's it's hard to find a crown that I dislike, honestly. Like, uh, <laughs> right? Well, like, what what stat are you going for the most? I, I'm pro- I'm guessing you and I have similar, but um, uh, defense. It's yeah, because the yeah. crown the crown's giving you health and protection, like forty five percent or seventy five percent health and protection depending on 3v3 versus 5v5. So adding 180% defense is just sounds like a smart idea. I agree. Yeah, that that's exactly it. Like just trying to abuse defense because right now, like, so next, next set, there might be something that can, you know, get through defense, like you know, right. armor pen or whatever, but like offense is woefully unprepared to deal with. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I have 30% offense. And you're like, well, that, that doesn't, that, you know, that that does nothing compared to my, you know, two hundred fifty percent defense cron. Like it's it's just not a a strong comparison. Like you know, if you have to roll the same, you're like, hey, I got really lucky on offense rolls. I got really lucky on defense rolls. Like the defense ones are just going to be better by by a huge margin. And uh, yeah, uh, that being said, yeah, the I mean the defense goes so nicely with the fifteen percent as well. Um, right. And we're really gonna feel it in fives. I think that's when it's gonna be like, gosh, it's taking so long for my, you know, because you, you have five characters there um, yeah. instead of three taking up time. Right. So the cycling through, if you're like, okay, like my one character who can actually make a difference 
it takes for freaking ever to do anything. And then he doesn't really make that much of a difference because everyone's super thick and yeah, it's going to be obnoxious, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think I like, I like this cron set. I hope next set gives us some kind of response to it. I definitely hope for armor pen in the next set. Um, God, I God, I hope for it. Uh, especially with gas with the 45 the right level three at 180 to 200 percent defense is just just wrong um that's I, I don't know how else to say it other than wrong uh work on your nihilist guys yeah right right uh all right so Again, with the data crunch, what's the ratio of level three light side to dark side people should aim for? No, there's generally more light side than dark side teams. I just hit 30 with a 19 to 11 light side to dark side split and think that's pretty close to where I want to be. So where, um, how many dark side are you aiming for? I have not thought about like my percentage on what which ones i want um maybe, maybe i should have typically it works itself out but um i, I don't know like are they're just like way more defensive or way more uh like light side teams than dark side teams uh in 5v5 no but in 5v5 you only need 22 teams um in 3v3 though you can build a lot of jedi teams that's usually what it ends up coming down to is that you have like three or four Jedi teams on top of every other light side team. So I think proportionally, if you were to keep track, you would use a couple more light side than dark side teams. Right. Well, I, and I've, I've, I haven't paid attention to this for ever, but it used to be, there were way more light side than dark side back in the day. Right. Maybe that's still true. Maybe not. I, I truly don't know. I haven't been paying attention, but I mean, if that's true, I guess it would make sense that we would want more, uh, more, more light side. I guess just because we might have the potential for more teams. Um, yeah. Though, I mean, that's also mitigated by the idea that like star killer teams can use either or, um, if you're going to do that, or Java teams. I guess is more relevant because star killer still has the Mara Jade Kron. Um, you know, there's a few mixed teams that just kind of use all of them, but. Yeah, I, I haven't paid any attention. I think I think honestly, if someone just made me choose, I would just ask for half and half. Like give give me nine and nine or whatever. I yeah, I think I think right now. So I, I cheated. I saw this question ahead of time, and so I was able to think about it. Um, I think twelve dark side is fine uh, because. The EP Mara team is going is fine using a set eight cron. So you don't need you don't need the dark side cron for that. The Tuscans definitely want the warrior cron still. Um so you don't need this set for that. And then hold on, there was oh, a trench team definitely wants the set eight team or set eight cron because he needs it to be good. Um there's one other. That I was counting. I thought of four dark side teams that still want to use the set eight cron. And so that was my logic for wanting 12 dark side, because it'll be 12, 12 teams plus the four teams gives you 16 teams and a 3v3. 
you really only need 15 or 16 dark side teams. So 12, 12 is my magic number for dark side bronze. Oh, protection up for Lord Vader. That Was that it? It might have been. Honestly, uh, just as an aside, I still don't see much point in playing Lord Vader with a thick cron right now. I think if people have a dot cron from set eight in threes, that's what they should be using. I I concur because, again, so the, basically the same thing that I talked about with Ray and EP Starkiller happens with Lord Vader. And I swear, every time I say use the dot cron with Lord Vader on defense, there's always somebody that pops up and is like, Boba wants you to use that. And if we have seen nothing from the last two months, it's that getting it set up to use Boba is not easy. <laughs> His execute doesn't always kill Lord Vader, and then you have no good cleanup. Um, but I do I do agree. It, at least in 3v3, I think the Dotcron is the way to go. In 5v5, I don't yeah. think it will be. Yeah, it, it might might totally change. I guess the here so here's my my reasoning on it is um so so Ando says Maul's pretty nasty with that health. And and I agree, like yeah. Maul, Maul's pretty good uh, with the dot cron and all that, but the at the end of the day, the mechanics of it don't beat you using a Fennec lead with Bando. Like you can just like you put armor pren on him, and then it doesn't matter how many hit points he has, she'll just shred through him. Like that that's just how it works. Uh unless unless he has an egregious number of defense uh, or protection up stacks where so you would want like Embo or maybe Boba as the third or something to be able to dispel those stacks and do something with them. But instead, you're uh like you have to take Bando as the third because you have to have Fennec and Grief as two. Like that, those are the core. You have to have those. So the third is variable. If if Maul is there you have to take Bando or you just lose. Like that's just a lose condition. You There's not an, not, not an option otherwise. Uh, so, but if but Bando doesn't help you against those stacks at all. Yeah. And so then you're left with grief sometimes being able to dispel those stacks. And it's just not enough, especially if they have a little bit of health steal. Like, so it's a difference between getting off meta every single time and like forcing people to either two shot it or use a galactic legend, which to me, I mean, if, if I can force someone to use a galactic legend on that team or like try a gamble against me and maybe fail at their off meta, uh, to me, that the dot cron just makes too much sense. Yeah. In 3v3, I 100% agree with you. I, I set Lord Vader with the dot cron still. Uh, in 5v5, having fought both, the, the, Set nine, yeah. Set nine Kron is scarier because of Maul. And he can just he can just delete somebody and skip past uh Bam's damage immunity. Uh and so that is absolutely terrifying. And when you're using Dadbot Boba in territory wars and um uh, it's less terrifying because you He's got his Omicron and did the dad bod Boba lead in Territory Wars is just disgustingly good. Um, but I can imagine in GAC that's going to scare me much, much more. Uh, but in 3v3, 
it's 100% the Dockron. Like, not, do not pass go, do not collect $200, just go straight to the Dockron. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think right now it, it's fairly, yeah, it's it's just real strong. Um, I, I won't necessarily regret moving to the, the thick cron once the dot cron is gone, but that the dot cron just creates too much imbalance on the off meta stuff. Right. Like, yeah. Like, but it be, and the reason, I mean, the main reason is 3v3, you can't build a full team. Like that's, you know, in 5v5, you can build the team where um, you just ramp Fennec up a little bit further on the dot crumb, then you group mass assist, and Fennec will literally one shot Lord Vader. It is, it is stupidly fun doing that. Um, and that's true for set nine or set eight. So it, you know, it's it's kind of six and one, half a dozen or the other type of thing. Um, but in three v three, you can't do that because you can't add two more members of the team to help Fennec ramp. Right. Um, so yeah um now that question kind of bled into the other question or one of the other questions in that now that many players have enough 15 percent crowns for every team are there still particular squads you are using that still use the last set and so obviously lord vader is one of them because we just talked about that what else um I'm sure you have leveled a bunch more of the good 15% or the good level threes between mm -hmm. week one and week two. Yep. So what teams are you not changing out the crowds for? Uh, so really what I mean, in threes, it, it's a little bit easier at least because they're a lot of the teams are more like caricatures that they're like, Hey, what, what thing do you do? Damage. Okay. Here's some crit right. damage. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Crit, crit damage isn't limited to um, set nine. You can get set eight for so like Qui Gon Jin, for instance, is a great target for um, set eight. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, actually, if you just give him the double babysitter comp, yeah. you know, with armor and Watt, like you can, the, the he's a spizz is an ufu. He can actually yeah. really make a lot of use out of some of those level sixes. Um, so he's a great target for it. Uh, anyone who likes protect or sorry who likes what is it? Is it health or protection for that? It's protection for that comp. Um, if you've already rolled a couple of good ones, like so Bosk doesn't necessarily, yes, he likes the thick crons, but if you're on offense and your opponent does is a like a heavy damage dealer, if it's a 3v3 team, then you can yeah. kind of not take a thick cron and instead take something that has a bunch of protection on it uh, to, to kind of just uh, mitigate, you know, some of that damage so that you can use your other good level or uh, set nine stuff for it. Um, so like Jedi Master Luke is also a good uh, example for being able to do that. Um, I don't know, even General Skywalker, even though he does love the thick cron a whole lot, um, not every single time does he need to have that. And he does get some protection from the set eight. Um, yeah. You know, th there's a few of them, but basically the ones uh, like Inquisition are fine with level eight. Um, yeah, anything that does a ton of like who just wants crit damage, set eight. That's, that's yeah. About it. Yeah. I um so for specific teams, I can tell you last night, and it's fun because my opponent, Forsu, is in the chat. Um so last night he set Ray with the thick cron. 
and he set JTR, so I didn't want to use EP Star Killer on it. So I did a Ray Mirror, and I just used an Ufu Kron, and <laughs> I put JTR in damage immunity on literally Ben's first turn. Um, but I used the Ufu Kron, and it worked just as well, because every time his Ray came out of ult, I was in ult, and so it didn't, like, nothing mattered. Um, right. And I, I still won the match. So... Like Ray, if you're using Ray on offense, the Ufu Kron is still fantastic. Um, you mentioned Inquisitors, they're great with it. I kind of mentioned Trench before, like he's not going to be great without it, without set eight. Uh right. Tuscan's Tuscan Warrior Kron is uh, yeah, disgustingly that's... good. <laughs> uh, it, it is it is like so crazy good. Like I every time I see it on defense, right. I'm like uh, instant stress how do i even deal with that that's going to be such so so much torture uh, right um it's very impressive the poggle level nine if you have if you have geared up geos the sure. poggle level nine datacron is solid it's money yeah you're right yeah uh on the the ufu team the calcastus using the ufu cron rather than a thick cron like it, you know the, yep. the whole uh seer cal fulcrum if you have fulcrum team that's i mean that's a great one so there's there's actually a lot of set eight crons that you want to be using still i mean not maybe not 30 uh but you probably find eight to ten of the old set that you're still going to end up using i think yeah, I, I mean, it's the first week, so not everyone I was playing right. had, had all of their defenses set. Like, I expect, because I went I went 3-0, and oh, I mean, I, I was pretty poorly placed, too, so, like, all my all my compares were just solid green. I'm like, <laughs> I feel embarrassed showing this, but, um, right. yeah, and, and, like, no one could clear me. I just I felt like a god amongst mortals. I was like, I am all that is man. No, it's not that, but yeah. um, it, it did, like, it's kind of fun to just go and you're like, oh, it's my defense. It's not my defense's fault. It's just my opponents are really skilled um, at, yeah. at destroying me. Uh, but, anyways, the um, I, I just I, I actually put all my thick crons on defense, and then I just didn't uh, change my defense for all three weeks or all three matches. And I noticed that like I didn't really need a thick cron really, like it, because on offense, a lot of times you can kind of game what like you can kind of anticipate what you need and figure out what you know and some of that's going to be the relic discrepancy between me and my opponents or whatever and some of it's just like you're going to play better than the ai so like set eight was not it's not as good of a set as nine i, I think that most people yeah. agree with that yep but yeah. it's also not like completely horrible there's still some good right. stuff and like you pointed out there's a ton like an ufu set like like i we questioned if that was going to just break everything and there's it applies to a ton of squads like if you need to like commander luke can use it um, yeah jedi training ray all you know ray for that matter um i mean you know with all the like like asage could could use it even though they love the night sisters one for set right. nine like there's there's a lot that, that could be used so yeah, yeah. uh that means like if you can use some set eight that's also going to just like take a lot of pressure off of you from farming set nine too. <laughs> right absolutely um yeah, yeah i yeah i i think there's a lot there there are a lot of options um yeah uh 
All right. Th this last question is moving away from Datacrons and onto mods. Are there any factions that you mod vastly differently than the majority of the people for one reason or another? So, like, hmm. you know, do you have any holdouts of, and I don't mean I keep this, or well, the questioner doesn't mean I keep this team modded poorly because I don't want to use them, you know. Um, right, like a, a mainstream use it pretty often kind of right. team. I So to give you time to think, I'll give mm -hmm. you one example and actually i think you and i are on the same page on this it's supreme leader kylo like he yeah. hasn't needed mm -hmm. super speed since jedi Years. revan stopped countering him like the super speed was to really piss off that jedi revan counter um like i if you're using supreme leader kylo on offense slow and offensive with a lot of health yeah does a body good um but it's not even slow, anyways. Like, if well, you look... yeah, it's not. He's not that slow. He's still like, I think mine is still like five thirty eight. Um, yeah, I'm I'm at five twenty six, and it's like, it. If you really just sit down, if you watch a match and you count how many turns each character gets, typically, it's right. surprising how few turns people get. Like how many few a few turns oh, yeah. characters get. It's like, oh my gosh, like so so someone who's like six hundred twenty three, like you know. It's going to take, if you do the math of it, it's, it's like, it takes a really long time for them to actually just lap my Kylo yeah, anyways. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Like, the 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 slow-ish and thick offense is, I think that's the build, but people will commonly tell me I'm foolish for that, which I just, you know, say, well, you're foolish for thinking I'm foolish. So <laughs> Right. Like, I haven't lost yet with my Kylo. How is that modding him wrong? Who's the more foolish? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. So I, I guess I, I tend to, like, I, t I pay a lot of attention to General Grievous's modding for fives, at least. Um, And I guess people don't, I feel like people, it's, it's one of my favorite squads ever. Honestly, the Grievous squad, it's been really sad. Like, I've, it's been so effective on defense that I, I couldn't, I just had to put them on defense for a long time because no one, yeah. if, even if they, even if they looked at the uh, history, like they inevitably just took random crap against it and lost. They're like, oh, it doesn't apply to me. And then it did apply to them. And I'm like, well, now I have to sit him on defense again, damn it. But now he doesn't have a, an awesome cron necessarily. It's just thick cron, which is cool. But um, I, so I, I guess the big thing for me is like, he's so stat hungry if you want to counter the right things. And I, I guess I feel like most people aren't as particular. So I, I have mine at uh, a very fast without speed set uh, 283. Cause he's such a, such a low, um, low speed character. Uh, but when you do that and you add BB eight to the team, he, uh, he, he becomes what, like over 400, it's like 450 speed yeah. effectively, which is going to outspeed out all of the different star killer squads out there. Uh, doesn't matter how fast their Mar Jade is. Um, and then just a, a whole pile of health and as much potency as you can. So I, I don't know, maybe it's just me being eccentric, but like just trying to fit all of those stats onto him <laughs> is, um, I don't know. I, I just don't see it that often. Maybe that's like the what everyone should be doing or whatever, but um, it's the value we all hold, but not everyone observes it. Sure. Uh, one thing I've been thinking about is trying to give my Savage a whole lot of protection 
actually, instead of health. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, well, if, if you look at how many people are using Gidme against it, um, yeah. if you could get him somehow more stacks, uh, like if you just well, give him so much protection that it's just not worthwhile to uh, to use Gidme on, that it could change some counters. I, I don't know. Something I've been thinking about. That's fair. Um, yeah, I used Gidme last night on a team, on a Savage team. And <laughs> Savage was one shot in one of the opening moves. So that's definitely fair. Um, <laughs> well, well, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> of course, too. it's funny because he's in the chat and we both used Gidme against <laughs> our opposing Savages. <laughs> nice. Um, he had a fun team. It was a really fun team. I mean, Gidme beat it, so it's it is what it is, but um, it was Darth Vader, Bastila Fallen, and Savage. All right. Uh, Vader just never got to apply dots because I one shot Savage and then stunned Vader with Padme, and you know, it was kind yeah. of over. Um, it was really, really interesting comp, though. Yeah, I, I like that kind of thing. It's Savage just is so selective on which squads he wants to be on because of Gidme. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like Gidme is just like it, it's like the 3v3 squad. Like you and I have talked about um like passing the bad batch test for fives. It's like, well, is Tarful gonna be good? Probably not, because uh bad batch just destroy it, you know? Like right. the, yeah. So like don't don't invest too much unless like unless you put so many things that Bad Batch can destroy that you know like it's just tough to and if that's the only good counter for it then maybe it's still strong but um I feel like Gidme is the same for threes it's just like it's such a cheap comp and sometimes it just lays waste to these really difficult ones you're like ah that would have been a serious problem but it wasn't right hooray <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh. Last podcast question. Uh. So we talked about Leviathan. Do you think it's going to be beatable on defense? Like people leaving it on defense. Yeah. Uh, they always they've always had that. It, it might take a while to develop an off meta counter, but I mean the. Yeah, that, that'll that'll be a feature. I mean, maybe it'll only be 60% beatable. It's like, hey, this is our highest percent win, win percentage. You know, like, we, we you can win 60% of the time. Um, I mean, that, that's not like, that doesn't make me happy in my heart necessarily right away. But, <laughs> uh, like, it'll be beatable, I, I think. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Especially, like, executor, executor and profundity between the two of them. If you have both of those, there's going to be some chink in its armor. I mean, you, I already watched, unless they have some way to dispel Houndstooth, like, Houndstooth is going to give it huge problems. Right. Yeah. I Yeah, I think. And um, them, like, executor being able to target around taunt, you know, like, with Razor Crest and stuff. Yep. I think I think it is going to be very beatable on defense. I think it's going to be ugly wins, you know. Um, like you're going to drop banners and junk, and 
if you like even the exact view profundity every once in a while you just you're going to lose it uh i think it's going to be the same thing where the counter is going to be there but it's not going to be a 100% counter and i'm okay with that uh <laughs> mostly because we have to we have to have the next thing and so i'm fine with if it can be beaten but it's ugly or it, it can be beaten but not not 100%. Like I I think that's a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I want it to be strong. I I don't want it to be something that people just quit over. I mean, inevitably there'll be something like that, but um, Right. Yeah. I I just think I think that it it'll be beatable. Pe- people who think it won't be, I guess, are um Oh yeah, it's surprising. Um I, I like there's there's never been evidence that there's just not like profundity was beat right away by off meta stuff and by executor oh, yeah. for that matter. Um yeah. everything. Like there's always been some kind of counter. So yes, I do think right. it'll be beatable. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um all right, so la- last thing for oh we didn't even talk about how we did to- this week. Oh yeah, well uh, why don't we just talk about your match with Forsu? Because I, I want to hear about that. I didn't uh, really hear that much. Oh, we can. I lost. Uh, he won. I made. I I made kind of an impatient and impatient mistake on his sortie team, and I I forgot the basics of Hux's kit. Uh, I've used Hux to counter Sortie in 3v3 for quite some time. But to do that, you can... The way to do it is you need to call... When you call the Mass Assist with Hux, if he has advantage, it dispels the buffs. So what happens is every time the Mass Assist comes up, you kill or you take a little bit of Sortie's health away and you get around the bonus protection. Like that's That's how you do it. Except for for some reason last night I was rushing and not paying attention if Hux had advantage and I would mass assist. I'd be like, oh god damn it, I didn't dispel, and so I timed out. Um which which really annoyed the hell out of me. Uh mm. at myself. I annoyed the hell out of myself. Uh but he, you know, Forsu is a fantastic player and was able to put up a really good score and me dropping the fight honestly over a stupid mistake cost me but also um i was so he placed what was it on fleets i think we placed the same fleets of executor triple attacker malevolence and no god i already forget sorry for it's it's been 24 hours and my mind is completely gone but i had to i had to empire I had to empire the triple attacker, which worked. The problem is that also stole banners from me. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. He put the Thrawn team. So I I went into the fleet with because uh, I'm I had profundity, negotiator, and empire on offense, and so I had to use profundity on empire because the mirror is garbage and 
Negotiator can lose against the Thrawn copy set. And so I used Profundity on the Empire, which means I had to use Empire on the Triple Attacker, which worked. I love, I love Tide Defender. Um, it's so good. And then the the, the Negotiator against Mal probably shouldn't count because that's that's almost always a win. Um, but using the Empire against the Triple Attacker lost me a lot of banners as well. So it's that loss and then the the dropped banners um on the fleet really would have killed me uh but he uh, said how, how bad was it oh I, I i i only lost by 20 i think oh yeah it's close 20, then 20 25 i mean yeah um he he placed he was the first person I faced that in the front wall placed Ray, Lord Vader, and um Jabba along with Gas and, and Reva. And so it caused a little bit of problems, but I was able to beat Reva with Sith Eternal, Malik, and Sith Empire Trooper, and quite honestly, Malik was overkill there. Um I did nice. use a bulk cron. Uh but I, all three of them survived. <laughs> Uh, oh. So Malik was a little overkill. Uh, God, I don't know if you hear this. There's a huge thunderstorm going on right now. Um, no, I hear nothing. Oh, uh, Ray, Ray. I don't was... believe you. <laughs> My dogs do. Uh, Ray, Ray. I just did a mirror on, which unfortunately my Hoda, because I did Ray Hoda Ben. And my Hoda mm. came out of stealth right at the time of a whirlwind. I was so pissed. Uh, but so I did Ray Mirror, and then that let me JMK his Lord Vader and Supreme Leader Kylo his Jabba. Uh, it was kind of a it was a interesting puzzle to have to try and solve, though. What kind of Kron did his Lord Vader have? It was a. I'm pretty sure it was Doc. It was it was a Doc Kron. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it was JMK. Like Maul even increased my cooldowns uh, on Cat, and that's uh, the worst. It, it is, but I brought I brought the thick Kron, so my team was never like Savior never even triggered um, because I had the thick Kron on the team. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was so it was fun. It was not fun to lose though. So there's that. <laughs> so well, well played, Forsu. You earned the win and my ire. It's uh, it's never a shame to lose to Forsu. Honestly, great player. Right. Um. Yeah. So that was that was in the championship. So I went. Good lord. Uh. So I went two and one. This week. Uh, what about you? How did how did yours go? How did your week go? Um, I mean, I I was just I destroyed everyone. It was it was just like I I don't know if it was because my defense was really strong or it was just like the relic discrepancy. It wasn't like that. Like the thing is, I have a hard time like reconciling this. It's like a lot of these guys just I looked at their history afterward, and that it's like they only clear half the time, and they're just used yeah. to that kind of style of play and. I don't think they were really expecting me to like full clear them, but I just destroyed it. Like I, I had enough stuff, but the thing is I'm, I'm outgunned to that degree against a lot of my opponents and I still beat those guys too. And right. so I, I don't, 
I have a hard time like just saying like, oh, it was my relics that won it for me. Like, uh, you know, so I'm sure that there were certain squads that I had that they didn't or whatever that I just didn't notice. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, we still had the same roster. It's just uh, more relics on my end. But yeah, I, I just... I just ran through them. I, I don't know. I It's not shade on my opponents. It was just like probably the easiest week I've had for like a year. Like it was just like. Yeah. Uh, yep. Th- it wasn't a challenge. And I, I don't, I, I don't want to, it's not me being, I won't, I won't like call any of my opponents out or whatever. I just, um, yeah, it, it was. I also started in a in like number four hundred fifty ish or something, and so that, I guess that happens, you know. So, so uh, now now I'm in dangerous waters again. I recognize all the names around me, and uh, things are gonna get a little bit uh, sketch, I'm sure. So, uh, I mean, that's that's basically it. It's, it's a good week yeah. for me. Um, I, I I just can't figure out how to use Marin um, in three v three. I just can't crack yeah. that code. It's not. I'm like, I want too many characters to go with her. Right. Yeah. I, I haven't, well, I haven't tried that hard, but I I did give like legitimate thought to it uh, last night and I just couldn't figure out a way for her to help me on any of my problems. Um, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Uh, all right. With that said, in terms of what we did for our rosters, I just finished the Leviathan requirements and Seer for the next TB so I can unlock Zepho. Uh, what about you? What did you work on this week? Uh, yeah, so I finished the Leviathan. Of course, Rex is uh, gear 11 now. Um, just because, I, you know, you, you start stashing all this gear away at the in the end game. You just have too much gear right. all the way up to that point. It was just like upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Um, I think the biggest one, so I, I wanted to do the same. I actually was, I was like, okay, Seer's going to be there. Um, she's going to be to the next one. And then I just happened to get a couple lucky rolls on one of my Night Sister crons, and it came up. Uh, I got Marin, and I got the cool Night Sister level six. Yep. And I was like, damn it all. So Marin is now Relic 7, and I don't have the mess to get <laughs> Seer to 7, and it's a mess. Um, yeah. But I, I can't, and it's like the absurdity of using Marin Kron in, in threes probably does, it just doesn't, it's not going to make a whole lot of sense. In fives, we were testing it uh, at the end of one of my streams. I was like, this is crazy. I did all my attacks, and it's like less than three hours um, for all three accounts. So I just, uh, we tested tested the nice sisters and man if you add the omicrons in they're gonna kill so many galactic legends oh yeah they're 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 just stupidly strong i am really excited i absolutely believe it yeah even still it was just like the the gross number like that level six the nice sister level six with the with the plague applied is absurd it it is just so crazy strong like every time someone dies or is revived there's so many so it's like if your tells in lead um yeah so when a nice sister ally is defeated or revived they inflict two stacks of plague on all enemies for three turns so so if your tells in lead and like your asajj dies or something you do a basic call asajj and so she revives inflict two stacks of plague on all enemies and then she dies again after she assists and if it's another two stacks on top of it yeah um and, and then and then on top of marin's 
one that's uh whenever an ally is defeated or revived she gets all this stuff um and she inflicts two plastics of plague on all enemies for three turns whenever they're defeated so so it's actually four for the death and or four for the revive and four for the death every time like it's eight stacks of plague every time you call someone uh with with uh talzin's lead you know back from the grave and dead it's it's it is just so absurd and um, it's yeah. fun it's really fun though <laughs> so i'm excited i'm excited at least it'll be good in fives right yeah yeah um all right with that said it's probably time to end it i, so, I think so we don't want you to um lose connection here or something oh, that is very it's sounding more and more likely as we go um so funny people in chat say they can hear you but i, I can't hear it it's so weird Today we've confirmed Zareth is deaf. Uh, <laughs> what? Just kidding. Yeah. Life, uh, is, life is hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you so much for everyone joining us. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday night for our personal streams. Hopefully you're all avoiding thunderstorms like I am not. Yeah, guys. Uh, don't be dicks. And thunder sucks, apparently. Like poor dog. Mm. Uh have a good one, guys. Take care.